John Roman, welcome to the podcast. I think this might be our third or fourth interview now in our tenure of friendship. Mm-hmm. Fourth, because the first one didn't record. <laughs> like, look at us. <laughs> look at us. Who would have thought? Who would have thought great. we'd be here? <laughs> I met you saying. back when I was at Churnbuster. Mm-hmm. That was quite a few years ago. So yeah. you made it all the way around. Now we're here. You were with Churnbuster, but was it at a recharge event? I think so. I think it was Charge X. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. Yeah, God, so- Charge X in Santa Monica. Yeah. And now I'm here at Recharge. How fun. Yeah. I love it's- a full circle. Full circle. Yeah. Well, what I remember from every conversation I've ever had with you is Battlebox's retention and Battlebox's very unique approach to retention. For the listeners, what is Battlebox? What do you guys do? Sure. So we are an outdoor and adventure company. So outdoor centric, whether that's hiking, camping, just hanging out, surviving, literally anything. If it has to do with the outdoors, it's us. We also have a a subscription box element. Obviously, that is the business. That's the big, big part of the business. And what I've always loved is your retention is often higher than brands who you would think have a more natural path to retention, a subscribe and save auto ship kind of product. And your churn is pretty darn low because you guys do some really unique stuff to keep your customers around. Can you give us the high level? How do you think about loyalty and retention, especially when the base of the business started with this curated experience of products that at some point you have too many of them? It's true. That's our number one churn reason, right? People ran out of room. The approach, don't get me wrong, we do all of the traditional churn and retention best practices throughout the life cycle. But it really starts with just how we view our customers. And it's, it's we view them in the lens of they are our community. And we're engaging with them. There's not a day that goes by where I don't have some sort of interaction in our members-only Facebook group. Like as, as myself, yeah. responding and, and interacting. And you don't, you don't really get that. It's easier to achieve when you're super small and it's just you and you're trying to build this. But, you know, we're still, you know, relatively small in the big grand scheme of things, but we're big enough where it's a little uncommon to see the amount of engagement we have. We have five or six battle box team members that are always at all points in the members only group engaging. So taking that approach and we take it through that engagement and then we take it through content, which is a lot of fun and really cool to do. And, and we're continuing to double down on doing cool content. It is always my number one retention tactic to give to people is I can tell you all these little tactics and things you can do within the life cycle and check your automations, check your emails, all this stuff. But it really all boils down to the same piece of advice, which is actually know your customers because you actually talk to your customers. And it is shocking to find how many brands never have direct interactions with their customers unless it's on customer support, which is just such a miss across the board. And it gives you all these opportunities to do really cool stuff when you have true engagement with your customers, which you guys obviously do. Let's get into the content piece because you said something that I know some operators are probably listening and and heard like content so fun and they're going content is not fun. It's the bane of my existence. But you guys see content as fun. Tell me about your approach to content and just how you think about that in tandem with customer engagement. 
Sure. So content is fun. Don't get me wrong. It is at times the bane of our existence. <laughs> I mean, you look at TikTok in particular. We created a TikTok handle in the beginning of 2020. We made zero posts, zero interactions, did nothing with the account except set it up for the first year. Mm -hmm. And then in 2021, February, it became this hot button. I was like, we are going to be successful on TikTok and we're not going to dance because that's not our brand. <laughs> I think out of all of our TikToks, there's one dance. And I convinced Curran to do it. And he literally did it and then put a message up here in the TikTok saying, my, my boss made me do this. Nice. So it, it took us a year, a year of continued daily stuff, working on content, short form video content with very little success. But we, yeah. we knew that it was eventually going to crack. So we did it for a year, wow. expecting different results every day and getting the same results of nothingness. But then it eventually popped. It's our largest channel now. Wow. Yes, yeah, so it's a completely different approach. I know we're going to talk about our tank event that we did. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what that was. It was content, but it was geared. I mean, ultimately, it was to accomplish a bunch of things, but it was really, it's also a retention tool. I think the first time we talked about it, you put it in such an interesting way. It's part content, part virality, part experiential, part community, part Willy Wonka. Tell us about the thing. So, the, so that, was the, that was the actual ingredient list. Everything we just <laughs> outlined. It's... So we call our monthly boxes missions. So the first box we sent out in February 2015 was mission one. March 15 was mission two. So we just sent out our 100th mission, our 100th box, you know, wow. a little over eight years. And we've done this amazing job of building this community, which means we're getting feedback 24-7 constantly. Mm -hmm. and, and we take a very proactive approach with feedback. And we've, we've built a bunch of tools where feedback is welcomed and it's appreciated. So, you know, it's a double-edged sword, but we're getting feedback yeah. constantly. And the June box is mission 100. And in January, we started getting some rustlings about what is going to be in mission 100. They're mm. going to do something big. And the next 30 days is people making predictions on what, the box is going to include and 99% of those predictions would have put us out of business because ultimately we're selling a box for 170, 200 after taxes and shipping. Like we can't spend $400 on the box. Yeah. We have, you know, 40 families that, that count on battle box for, for their money. We can't go out of business. We don't have an institutional money that doesn't care about profitability. To, yeah. to use. So we, we knew we'd want to do something, but we didn't know what it was. We want to do something special. It's a, it is a big deal with the 100th box. So we're at SHOT Show, which is a convention in Vegas in January. And our CFO comes back with a little pamphlet. And it's a place called Drive Tanks. And it's this 22,000 acres in Texas. And they have tanks and all kinds of crazy stuff. And he sends it to me. He's like, hey, this is maybe a content idea. And I was like, yeah, we could go there and just shoot some tanks. So that would be great content. Absolutely. Great call. Yeah, sure. Sign me up. <laughs> yeah. So somewhere along that conversation and the conversation of what we can do about Mission 100, we start talking through concepts and ideas. And 
this snowball of what we can do. And we, we finally came up with it. We're going to have this event and we, we're going to have sponsors for the event, but then we're going to have additional sponsors because we, we came up with these six sponsorships, one main sponsor, five sponsors, and the first six people we pitched all said yes. We had six more calls lined up because we figured, you know, we, we thought we were going to close 50%. The six calls we have were like, well, crap. Okay, we're going to ask them for product. So Mission 100 ships out. We selected randomly 500 boxes. And those 500 boxes all had combined total about $40,000 worth of additional product in them that our customers, those six that I mentioned, all donated. And yeah. we shot a lot of footage and a lot of posts, a lot of content about us putting these extra gear in this. So we called out these amazing partners that they gave us this product. And those 500 boxes, they all got extras. The sneakiness behind that too, because you could almost right away go, well, what about all the other customers who aren't going to get it? Won't they be upset? But you have such a good engagement and brand reputation and relationship with your customers that actually I'm going to guess what it did was it then puts in everybody else's mind that sometimes BattleBox just randomly puts extra stuff in your box. So I'm going to stay on because that might happen to me one day. Right. And to be fair, we do that in our members only group every week, at least once, normally twice. We just have a random giveaway where we're just giving freebies to active subscribers. So yeah, surprise and delight. I'll get to the part about how it was announced in a second. The second piece is five boxes had a golden ticket. If they received a golden ticket, we flew them to San Antonio. We met them out there, five participants, six, seven battle box members and partners came both on the product side and then Prella sent two people, 45 people. We all stayed at the same hotel, got in on a Wednesday, had a reception where we all meet at 7 a.m. There's a bus and all of us get in the bus. We drive about two, two and a half hours into rural Texas. And the five golden ticket participants, one at a time, shoot a tank, a World War II tank at a target downrange, a basketball that said Battle Box Mission 100 on it. Love it. And if they hit the basketball, we were going to give them $100,000. After that part was over, we shot the tank, I think another 10 times, loaded everybody back on the bus, had sandwiches ready for everybody for the drive back and Gatorades and waters. And then that night we took them all to dinner, hung out with them, had some more drinks and called it a day. We then also gave them each a swag bag, about $2,000 worth of more product donated from our sponsors. And if anybody doesn't hit the target and they don't win the 100,000, we'll give them a free year of Battle Box, which is about $2,000-ish. What was the experience like doing such a deeply intimate experience with these customers that you may have never even met before or have really only known virtually? Didn't know any of them. So only two of them were actually in the members-only group. Wow. The other, the other three weren't, because not everybody's in that group, only maybe half of our customers. So never had never met any of them. Two from Tennessee, one from Seattle, one from... Texas, actually, but 10 hours away and one from Idaho. So it was so cool. It was also cool because, yeah, it was intimate. We got to know these people. We got to hang out with them. We hung out with them for two days. What was really cool is they were the complete spectrum of our customers. We had one in his 60s, one in his late 50s, 
one in his late 30s, one late 30s or early 40s, one early 30s, and then a 19-year-old. So it was the full, it was so cool. Like so you had the full demographic scope. That's always been something so interesting to me about BattleBox is your demographics are so wide. Outdoor activities and enthusiasts and people who are into it for different reasons. And yet you're still able to talk to all of them so well. It sounds like it was just so cool to be there and see it and really engage with it all. It is a, a, a retention move. What was the strategy? What was the thinking on how is this going to drive retention? So one, the way we announced it was interesting. We renew our customers, the Uber majority of them on the 15th of the month. So the morning of the 15th, the recharge renewal happened. And at noon that day, after the renewal, we dropped the video where we let everyone know 500 boxes in the upcoming shipment, we're going to have special products and five, we're going to have golden tickets. We explained what the golden tickets were going to do at a high level. And we said very accurately and factually, this is not a sales tool. If you're seeing this today and you sign up for a battle box, you do not qualify. Mm -hmm. This is for our customers, our active customers, the customers that were new today. It was not an acquisition move. It, it wasn't the purpose wasn't. of it at all. Right. Surprise and delight. And we've been very clear. This is the direction we're going. This morning, I literally spent an hour in a spreadsheet of us planning what the next event is going to be. It's not going to be shooting tanks again. It's got to be something else. It's got to be something fresh. Still working through what that is, but with certainty, it's going to be bigger than five customers this time. And we might have a, a, a part where we open it up to just, if you're a customer, you can maybe buy a ticket. And it really is about the experience. And it was so cool because you have us, you have the battle box vendors, Fox Knives and Business Connect and Clean Freak and all these awesome vendors that sell us product that goes in the box. But then you also have the customers over yeah. here. You have the partners like Prella that came and we're all together. And it's this multifaceted, multi-layered yeah. community where everyone is just getting along and, and getting to know each other. And it was just the experience was probably the, my favorite part. Well, what's so cool about that is that the consumer is persuading the brands nowadays versus the brands persuading consumers. The consumers really have a lot of power and they're becoming so involved in brands. What's so cool about that is you really had all these different people in the battle box universe, whether that is agency partner to vendor to the actual customer. It's the epitome of that. They're getting to know basically the back end of BattleBox, not just the team at BattleBox, but the team that supports the team at BattleBox, which just has got to create such a unique atmosphere for the consumers and for you guys. You're seeing it. You're getting to meet Patrick, who runs operations and shipping and has never been in a BattleBox video before, yeah. right? You're getting to meet him and you're seeing he's a real person and he's answering questions. And it's so cool because the truth is coming out there, right? You're truly yeah. seeing all aspects of it. It's so cool. One of the really cool things was we were interviewing the five contestants and hearing their battle box experience. And each was so different. The 19-year-old was talking about how he goes through battle box every month with his grandfather. And Oh, that um, is so yeah, special. Yeah, it's so cool. And then one of the other gentlemen keeps some of this stuff, but he puts stuff together and gives it to homeless people. It was just so cool because what you were quickly realizing is there's another layer of the community. There's this whole other additional layer that our customers have started. 
They're gifting the products. They're doing it with family and loved ones. They're donating it to homeless people. Like there's a yeah. whole other layer of this communal onion, if you will. There is an existing Battle Box universe. And then the customers are then creating a secondary universe outreach for BattleBox that's so many stories, such a special way that the products are connecting into their actual lives and personas and how they show up in the world is, I mean, just how much content did you come out with? You already so recorded. Much. You're just, you've got now, what, a hundred more stories to tell. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of learnings from the way, you know, in hindsight, I wish you would have done the interviews prior to the event because the guy I spoke about 100% we should have brought, we would have brought his grandfather out there. Yeah. You know I mean, his grandpa. Yeah. Like, <laughs> how cool is that? <laughs> it's so like, cool. <laughs> yeah. So much fun. And you talk about being and feeling fulfilled afterwards. It is such a good feeling to see the community in action and yeah. all the different aspects of it, to your point, all interacting and everybody just is excited and getting along. And it's, I don't know, it's, it, it was very energizing. This industry can be a little bit isolating and it's a lot of it is online and we're kind of just interacting between these virtual fields. And then you're also just sitting in spreadsheets and looking at the money and thinking about supporting the families that work for BattleBox. But then to have that, this is why we exist. This is a purpose. It really grounds you back into that, which that is worth the experience so much for brand operators and founders. But even more so, the future of the business, it gives you kind of that like re-energize. I don't know. It's how I feel every time I see people like you in real life e-commerce events. They're like, right, this is about the people, not just yes. selling shit on the internet. And we got super fortunate. So I, I don't know why I didn't mention there's a tell all these parts. So we also invited several of our influencers as well. And it was so cool to see them interact with everybody because yeah. they felt they were right in the mix too. And you have our customers that have seen their videos or their shorts. And it was just such a cool, such a cool experience. I want to do it again immediately. Ugh, I bet. You said you're already in the spreadsheets and looking at what the next thing is. But to give the longest answer, non-answer ever on the <laughs> retention piece. It's exactly that, right? So I've already sent a, a battle box into the union out to our customers, letting them know some of the cool things that we're working on. And one of which is that there's going to be another event. There's also going to be an offering called Battle Vault, where Ooh. we're going to have exclusive offerings for subscribers, partnerships, vendors, additional deals that we've negotiated and secured for them. Mm -hmm. And then a product catalog that will have special pricing only available to them. Cool. So subscription box, but also now memberships. It's exciting. But in that, letting them know we're already working on the next one and it's going to be cool. Oh, that's so awesome. I am so glad we were able to get on the mic and actually talk about this because it is one of the coolest stories, the most unique approaches to retention, while also being literally in your numbers, one of the most effective approaches to retention. John, the second interview we ever did, I still to this day reference something that you told me in that interview probably once a week. And I feel like this is going to be the same thing for years what, to come. I'm what did I say? This. We were talking about gathering feedback and having systems set up to actually gather feedback. So it was the survey that you guys send out that then automatically triggers, mm. depending on their answer, what follow-up yeah. they get. And it so, is yeah. at least once a week, I am telling somebody 
when I say talk to customers, it's not just a floaty, squishy idea. You, no, you actually execute no. on it. They're going to tell you everything you need to know. Yeah. John, thank you so much. This was so much fun. I have to ask one question. What does it feel like to shoot a tank? I didn't shoot a tank. You didn't shoot a tank? No. Yeah. Did you stand close to somebody shooting a tank? Yeah, I videoed. Was it crazy? shooting a tank. Yeah, it, it, sh- it shakes. shakes. Yeah. You, you feel it. Yeah, it's definitely super, super intense. That's awesome. I love it. 